0: how to reignite the embers of a distant and lonely relationship into a blazing, emotionally intimate connection. I'm your host, Amber Dawson. I'm a psychologist, author, and speaker. A few of my favorite things are my husband, grapes, and my adorable little dog, Riggs. Now, let's learn how to create a soul crush in love that lasts. Get subscribed in your podcast app so that simply by listening. You can rekindle your relationship by pouring a little gas on your relationship ember. This podcast is for informational purposes and should not be misconstrued for specific relationship advice. For advice for your specific relationship, seek a local couples therapist for relationship counseling or couples therapy. Welcome back to Relationships, the podcast. And in today's episode, we are talking about five reasons that couples therapy will not work for you. If your relationship needs help, but you're not sure if you should do therapy, this episode will hopefully clarify why you should not do couples therapy. When couples come to therapy, many of them are in joint agreement that they need some help. Whereas sometimes it's like one person dragging the other. Since couples therapy can have a stigma attached to it, many people are fearful to try it out. So in this episode, I want to clarify for you why you should not engage in couples therapy and why you should just save your money instead and do something else. We are going to go over five reasons why you should not do couples therapy, but certainly there are more than five reasons. So here is the first reason you should absolutely not do couples therapy. There are very rare circumstances in this first reason why couples therapy might be appropriate, but there are way more reasons why in this situation it is not. So the first reason you should not do couples therapy is if domestic violence is present in your relationship. Therapy is not the answer to domestic violence. I mean, specifically when it's battery. Occasionally couples that engage in a push, a poke, a prod, a single slap, something like that, while not ideal, those couples may at times be suitable for therapy. The couples who are not suitable for therapy are the kind experiencing battery, severe domestic violence where there is clear times, whether it's one or many, where someone has been very severely hurt. Couples who are experiencing battery should, except in very rare circumstances, not engage in couples therapy. Instead, the victim should be seeking supports and access for how to leave the relationship. Domestic violence is a very serious problem. It's a big deal and it should not be taken lightly. When it's the main problem in your relationship, the answer is actually leaving the relationship. So if this is you, Look for some supports in your local community to help you leave. The second reason that you should not do couples therapy is if one of the partners has already decided the relationship is over. If you know you're going to leave the relationship, but you're just doing it to appease the other person or it's like a last ditch effort so you can say you tried everything, it's pretty unlikely that therapy is going to be successful. Whenever we've committed our minds to doing something or we have a belief in one way or another... Usually, we can't be persuaded to change it. So if you already know it's over, then likely just go down that path. If you're on the fence and you're unsure and you're feeling ambivalent, then okay, give it a whirl. But if you are the person that has already decided there is no way this is working, then likely couples therapy is not for you. The third reason to not do couples therapy is if there is a relationship secret. As the saying goes, you are as sick as your secrets and so is a relationship from secret lovers to secret drug use secrets shake the foundation of a relationship and shake the foundation of couples therapy. If a secret has been shared, then therapy can be useful to heal the wound left by the betrayal, the betrayal, and can heal the pain caused by the secret. And you can rebuild trust. Betrayals shake the foundation of a relationship. Betrayals usually one of the ways you can betray your partner is by keeping secrets. So depending on what your secret is, it will probably be very painful to share it. But relationships need to be built on a platform of trust. So if you're going to keep secrets, couples therapy probably isn't for you. The fourth reason that you shouldn't engage in couples therapy is if really you just want the therapist to take your side. You want someone to help you gang up on your partner and tell you how right or wrong they are. That is not the job of a couples therapist. A couples therapist is not an expensive referee. If you're looking for someone to help you blame your partner, this is not for you. Success depends on each person's ability to take guidance from the therapist and engage in therapeutic interventions. So this doesn't mean the therapist won't ever have advice, like in the circumstance of maybe someone's had an affair. Then yes, I'm going to have a position about how Affairs impact relationships and some of the steps that should be taken as a result to heal that. But it doesn't mean I'm going to take anyone's side. I mean, even if someone had an affair, we're also going to be exploring influences that led for that to happen. We're not going to be letting that person off the hook for their behavior, but we do want to understand why and and possibly if the other person played a role. They don't always, but usually there is an influence. So, Therapy isn't about taking sides. No one is going to get blasted in therapy, hopefully. At times, it can feel like the therapist is aligning against you, which sucks, I know. However, therapy is not about getting the therapist to take your side. And I have many clients that are frustrated with this, that I will not take their side and blame their partner. However, that's not my job. My job is to be a neutral party to help you process what is going on and bring you the evidence-based research about how to help couples solve their relationship problems. Here is the fifth reason you should not do couples therapy. If you're not going to do anything outside of session, if you want therapy to basically be magic or quite quick fix, sometimes I feel like there are couples who come in and what they want me to do really is wave a magic wand and fix their partner. Well, it doesn't work like that. We unfortunately are not at Hogwarts and I do not have a magic wand and I do not know how to fix partners with a wave of it. So that is one reason not to come. Couples therapy is often quite painful. If we think of a wound, for example, a wound that is pussy and has been closed but hasn't been properly stitched up, couples therapy is often like this. We have to go in, cut open the wound, clean out all the pus and the infection and all the yuck, and then stitch it back up. We go in, we clean out the past by talking, using interventions and strategy. We get everything out and often it hurts and gets worse before it gets better. And then it starts to heal. And there we use other strategies so that we can stitch it back up and make that wound look even better than before. Transform it into something beautifully healed or a scar that is transformed into a symbol of something new. That takes intentional effort, practice, and persistence to implement changes outside of the therapy session. Which is hard work, I know. So we have gone over five reasons why couples therapy probably won't work for you, and some reasons why you should absolutely not do couples therapy, and then other reasons why it probably won't work. But those five reasons you should not do couples therapy are if domestic violence is present in your relationship, one person has already decided the relationship is over, there is a relationship secret, you want the therapist to take your side, or there is going to be a lack of action outside of the therapy room. So now you know why you should or should not, but if you're considering dipping your toes into a therapy session, you can try a little taste without jumping in. Well, I suppose you're doing that just by listening to this episode. But here's the thing, therapy should include theory and strategy, as well as emotional processing to help you achieve your goals. Without strategy, it's just an expensive venting session. If you want to see some strategy behind what loving and successful couples do, I have six little steps that I teach many of my couples. There are six small actions couples can take each week to reignite their love and make their relationship even stronger. If you want to know what these six little steps are, check out the free guide I created, Six Small Small Things Successful and Loving Couples Do. That's a tongue twister. If you want the guide to six small things successful and loving couples do, Hit pause right now cuz I'm going to give you a text number. The number to text is 13137109683. Cuz if you text that number, you're going to get the free guide Six Small Things Successful On Loving Couples Do sent right to your phone. The guide is going to help you understand the six simple steps to creating a long-lasting love. I hope you have some ideas about why you should or should not try some couples therapy. And if you do want to tip your toes in, I mean, keep listening to the podcast because we give psychoeducation and couples therapy, and that's what this is. As well, we give some strategy, and that's what you can get by downloading the free relationship success guide six small things successful and loving couples do. So, again, the number to get that downloaded right to your phone is 1 313 710 9683. I hope you have learned a lot about why not do couples therapy, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Psych, the podcast put on by Ember Relationship Psychology. If you're looking for more free relationship help or advice that comes straight from the couples therapy room, check out the free resources and the blog at www.emberrelationshippsychology.com.